what is the good word everybody welcome back this is your man's the one and this is the dukes of football episode 25 uh i think it's week 10 uh and 11 nfl and ncaa or flip-flop nfl uh, ncaa and nfl um football season 21 22 so um it's wednesday night as you see i am dressed properly for all things michigan over here on the side i have stolen my son's television out of his room he's not paying attention to it he's downstairs helping for breakfast i think or he could be on the game i have no idea what he's doing um but i stole his tv because i got the michigan basketball game on over here to my right so i'm not going to delay you guys a whole lot tonight because i got a game to watch but it is still football season it is one of my favorite times of the year because we got so much going on. Um, right now, we got NCAA uh, basketball, NCAA football, uh, NBA basketball, uh, NFL football. Um, we got hockey going on. Yes, I do pay a little, not a whole bunch, but um, <clears throat> so it's an exciting time for you know um, some of us real um, a sports fans. So um, I am. Going to be doing football this evening. So this is the Dukes of Football. Um, the Lion is out this week. He is actually in Miami with uh, old Reggie Hammond, old Chasnowski with Karma Coin. They are covering uh, the next uh, live event for uh, BFKFC, um, BKFC. Uh, they also be doing the Karma Coin giveaway. Uh, I think it's a McLaren. So uh, they'll be down taking care of those things down there, covering those things down there in Miami. I'm sure he'll be checking in uh, throughout the weekend or the week while he's down, while they are down there. So um, I guess we can uh, jump right into it. Uh, let's see, before we go dive into our college and NFL talk, because what an exciting week that it was in the football realm. Uh, we had another upset in college football in the top five or the top four is what we really paying attention to now. So we've had um, an upset already in that. Uh, and in the NFL, man, 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 there was a lot to talk about in the NFL. Uh, I think my new favorite quarterback uh, outside of Ben Roethlisberger, um, I think it was him, but I'm sure it is him now, is old Mr. Aaron Rodgers. And uh, you probably ask you why. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with uh, being vaccinated or being not vaccinated because I am vaccinated. So, but it's hilarious, dude. The dude is Aaron Rodgers to the T. The guy gives zero Fs. <laughs> and, it, and it's refreshing at times. But so, um, I would jump in before we jump into that. Uh, just a few, you know, quick reminders of some of our good, our good partners and friends. <clears throat> friends of the network uh let's see we got uh karma coin actually i talked to you guys about karma coin a little bit ago that they're down there uh giving away supercars because that's what they do they're a charitable organism charitable cryptocurrency that's giving away supercars and I'm, what i'm gonna have to do i think i'm gonna have to sit down with uh oh michael reggie hammond hanowski and we're gonna have to give me a tutorial about this 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 cryptocurrency because you know what i mean i'm an old ass fossil man i don't be like trying to be doing all kind of new shit you know talking on this stuff is kind of new to me so uh yeah so uh yeah check those guys out and uh, let's see and if you are trying to touch up that body get an elite performance or get an elite shape check out my good friend zach over at Elite Performance, 765-499-1005. Man, they got some great stuff going over there. A new facility. It looks huge. I haven't visited yet, but I'm sure to be over there uh, within the next coming uh, weeks or months. Um, I think the wife and I are going to re-enter um, the world of yoga. You know I mean? We are old now, so, you know, you got to do whatever you can to keep these old bones still kind of moving. So um, check those guys out. Um, and if you do enjoy some good tattoo ink therapy, we got the perfect place for you to go. Um, you can check out Revved Up Tattoos. 
Todd and Katie Durham will get you guys taken care of. As you can see, they got me looking really nice. You know what I'm saying? So um, don't you guys check those, check them out over 317-537-2667. Make sure you get yourself called up and booked in because my man fills up quite quickly. And um, our good friend, B Lit Organics. Man, she can throw the boxing rings and she has a great product. Uh, if you're looking for an alternative supplement uh, to stay away from the opioids, make sure you check out B-Lit Organics and the Fighter's Friend. You know what I mean? They got everything you need from what you need to what you need when it comes to CBD products. All right. Let's see what we can do for the football talk. I think I have uh, blabbered on long enough. Bro, is that a university Michigan hat? <laughs> listen, listen. Listen, Mr. Why would it stop doing it? There we go. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, my man, Matt. You know, it's going to be that way is how I do. But I have a plethora of Michigan hats from knit to ear cover to uh, different sorts of snapbacks and uh, fitted boys, uh, camouflage. You know what I mean? This is what we do. You know, we have a Michigan through and through. So, um I don't know what to say. I mean, we are number six in the CFB poll, so I can't really complain other than the fact that my head coach can't win the big game. Um, so, I mean, you got more opportunities, so that scares me with Penn State. But then again, Penn State is not a big game since they have completely fallen off the map. So um, I can't really say that. Um, uh, after that, you know what I mean? It's, it's just – I don't know. I think next time will be a great game for both. Uh, this will determine the honesty of how his team, despite the record. I'll give it to you. I mean, because Penn State is not going to be a pushover game. Not at all. I mean, they got a lot of pride. You know, and right now they played the role of spoiler. You know what I mean? They um, uh, they had an opportunity to spoil um, OSU's um, chances last week, and they did fell them short. The opportunity comes up again to do uh, Michigan this week. And if they hopefully they fall short again, they'll have the opportunity again uh, to do it uh, uh, next week against Michigan State. So um, we'll see. I think it'll be a good game. But before I get too deep into the college talk, um, let's talk a little Indiana high school football. Um, I told you last week that we were – doing a little bit of local stuff as well. Um, we are in the middle of our state tournament here in Indiana. Uh, we are at the regional championship level. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I pick games from all levels. I think we have six divisions, um, 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A. And I think we got, I think there's another one under that. I think it might be seven, man. I don't know. I didn't think Indiana was that big to have that, but um, it is pretty cool. You know, I particularly am used to the 6A um, schools for football and the 5A for basketball because I went to a larger high school. So we tend to be in more of those names. But I wanted to make sure that I get some of these other guys in here as well, because my counterpart, the Lion, he went to one of them little smaller private schools. One of them, them private schools hit their finger up and the teachers smack their hands with a ruler. <laughs> well, I guess that's better than have to go through gun metal detectors. I didn't have to go to metal detectors, but our class, our generation is the reason why they go through them now. But anyway, um, so our first game up for uh, I said, instead of doing what I did last week of adding it to making it one of our, the picks, I just gave it this own pick. So it's only for a couple more weeks. We're in the regional level. So we got two more or three more weeks. We got the semi state, uh, semi state finals, and then you have the state finals. If I think that's correct, is that correct? I don't know. I didn't play football. I played basketball. So um, our tournaments were set up completely different. Uh, so we got a regional championship uh, game, the 4A class. We got Mount Vernon, who is 11 and 1. And we have Dan's armor model, uh, Ron Colley, who is 12 and 0. Now, I'm not really sure what their mascot name is because it changed it. Because everybody's all into these um, changing the mascot names that could be offensive to nobody who cares. You know what I mean? So um, nice move, big boy. Hunter Dickinson with the baseline spin. 
and dunk and one michigan looking pretty good right now we're up uh 21 over buffalo uh okay but anyway there's just an update so um a couple of things the reasons why i picked this game uh one because dan DeLion went to ron collie and he won a state championship with ron collie um and mount vernon is one of our one of our uh first sponsors when we first started um sean the rock star realtor nugent his daughter is a senior at mount vernon who plays basketball and she was the female golfer of the year for the state of indiana um as she goes into the state tournament uh, she went into the state tournament ranked pretty high uh for uh golf for the women so congratulations to elena nugent for that honor and that is the reason why i picked this game for the high school game and i am going to go with mount vernon 24 uh to 20 over ron collie i'm going to go for the upset one because I actually coached Elena when she played basketball with my daughter at uh, Scott Diggs. Her her father and I were coaches of that team, so we had a pretty good ball. Had a pretty decent relationship with her. She's a good kid, so I'm going to go with her school, and I'm going to go 24-20 for uh, Mount Vernon to advance to the semi-state in the 4A class of NSA High School Football Tournament. So, now we are going to get into our college stuff. So we are hitting it. My bookie NCAA Band Cave Chatter 50% off your deposit match up to a thousand dollars and a free ten dollar bet from mybookie.ag. So, um, NCAA top, what do we got here? Um, first off, it'd be great if we was on the right and proper notes. So, here we go. First off, we got the CFB pet, the CF. The college football poll. So first off, we might as well get it right out the way. Talk about it. My man, uh, Matt, was uh, just eluding to it. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, let's see. What do we got here? You got the, the top four. So you got number one, Georgia. You got number two, Alabama. Number three, Oregon. And number four, OSU. So I have no issues with Georgia. Um, I really don't have an issue with Alabama being in the top four, but I do feel, and I, I still feel that Cincinnati should be in the top four because I'm like old school. You win, you move up. If you are rated, I mean, if you're a ranked team and you're an undefeated team, you're highly ranked team, you should be in there. Uh, but strength of schedule does have a factor in it. You know, I mean, I thought that was a legitimate, you know, claim. I thought head-to-head -head was a legitimate claim, regardless if I am. And this is how funny the committee is. So you got the head-to-head -head right here with Oregon and OSU. Oregon wins that game. You got Oregon. Both of them are one-loss team. You know what I mean? Neither one of them really have, at this point, a real strong strength of schedule. So you got the head-to-head -head matchup, so you put Oregon ahead of OSU, correct? Then you go down to the next two. Now, I'm a Michigan dude. I get it, but I'm a football fan, and real is real. You know, Michigan lost to Michigan State. You know, that's the head-to-head -head matchup. You know, you they both have, you know, um, one losses now. Regardless if Michigan State's loss was fresher, you can't really say it was to a unranked team because that Purdue team had just beaten a few weeks before. They had beaten a top-five team in Iowa. And as you can see, last week they beat another uh, uh, top five team, which would be in Michigan State. So you can't really say that that was beaten by a ranked team because that's a quality football team. And OSU has got to deal with them tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Well, I'm going to go ahead of the gun. Saturday. They have to deal with them on Saturday. So this is um, – so I, I really have an issue with, you know, you you – going with the head-to-head -head at one time, but not going the head-to-head -head the other. Yes, it benefits me, but still, you know what I mean? We should still be in the same spot that we were. Michigan State should have failed to six and Cincinnati, you know, five. You know, that's that's what it should be. So, but I have no, I mean, I can't really argue. I mean, I'm going to always argue OSU being in anything. 
Um, I think they men's team squeaked out a, a killer game last night with accurate. I think I tweeted about it. Uh, it was a really good finish. Um, but that's how it is. And like I said, I feel that this should be, I feel that this should be Georgia, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Oregon, or is it Oregon? I'm not really sure. I guess if you're on the West Coast, it's Oregon. And if you're in the Midwest, East, it's Oregon. I can't really tell. Don't really care. I do like their uniforms. Uh, and the fact that my daughter wants to go out West in Oregon is a potential spot out West. <sighs> All right, I guess you guys don't really care. But anyway, so let's keep it moving. What else do we got about um, NCAA chatter? Let's see. Um, you got that. Oh, we can talk about the games from last week. So you have Purdue, who obviously knocked off um, their second top five team, uh, which catapulted them back into the top 20. Um, electrifying uh, receiver that they have, who um, probably is one of the best receivers in all. I think his last name is Moore. I think it's another Moore. No, Bell. Bell. So um, another electrifying guy. Probably should be one of the top receivers um, in the country. Uh, let's see. The defense is exciting. They're up in your face. You know, Ohio, uh, uh, OSU does have a very, uh, very stout uh, passing attack, you know, with uh, Alave and those other guys on the outside. Strom is coming into his own and distributing the ball quite nicely. I think the one thing that they do lack is a, a legitimate running threat. Uh, the defense is not as, um, and as as shut down as it used to be, it looks that way because the opponent is not all that that, that great, you know. So, but their their schedule ramps up a little bit too. So we'll get to see what they be about. Uh, Purdue's going to be on your face, so this is going to be a pretty interesting test. Um, you obviously know I'm going for Purdue in this particular game. So <clears throat> anything that helps uh, Michigan in the long run, um, we'll go with that. Uh, let's see anything else in the college world. Let's see Alabama struggled a little bit against a, um, you know, um, no, no direction. No, no, I can't think of the word I'm looking for LSU team. Um, so they struggled and barely won at that. Um, Cincinnati was idle. I think, um, what's that? No, Oklahoma was idle. You know, it was just nobody really looked, um, other than Georgia, nobody really, really looked just uh, stupid outstanding. Uh, Wake Forest, it took the the L to North Carolina, um, which was extremely disappointing to me because I had high hopes for North Carolina uh, to challenge Clemson uh, for that top, and neither one of them were at the top. So uh, uh, good, good showing for Wake Forest. I think they got a big game. Um, I think it's NC State who they got. So this, I think this game is the the challenge of the ACC, the top of the ACC right now. So uh, Wake Forest had an opportunity. Uh, let's see anything else that is interesting that talked about in college. Nothing really uh, jumps out at me um, for college sake. Um, so we're just really keeping an eye on these the shakeup to these, these final four teams, you know, there's a good seven teams. They have a legitimate shot. The big 10 is going to watch itself out, you know, with three teams on the West that have one loss. And I don't want to completely um, shut out the East. If Purdue was to happen to pull this, pull this, um, uh, this, this upset off again, with OSU that clearly puts them in the front runner side of the other one. And then they have to be legitimately talked about as a big 10 uh, matchup in Indianapolis for that, uh, that big 10 title seat to the um, college football playoff. Uh, anything else with that? Uh, what do we have? 49, 29 with two minutes to go in the half. So Michigan's looking quite in control here. Uh, I think we got Pacers tonight, too. I think I got Lakers tonight, too. So it's going to be a late night for me. College was last night. It looks like it's going to be NBA uh, for me tonight. Uh, ooh, I think the Lady Hoosiers was on a little bit ago, too, so probably check out check out them, their top 10 ranked school as well. So let's get into our 
Uh, Doc Sports NCAA Picks of the Week brought to you by Doc Sports. Text BW Sports once at 29022 for your free $60 in picks. All right. First up, we got, hey, speak of the devil, we got the Purdue OSU, number 19, Purdue at number four SU. Obviously, we just uh, talked a little bit about this matchup. You know, you got um, a pretty exciting young offensive side of the ball for Purdue. You got a one guy who Bell can run every tree and can run the whole receiver route tree, um, goes across the middle. Uh, he's a three-level guy, can run all the levels. You know, I know that's normally a basketball term, um, but it has relevance in football because he has the um, the, 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 the short game, intermediate screen game. Uh, he has to go in across the middle crossing routes game. And he also has uh, the deep threat. So um, I like Purdue in this game, but I'm not a fool in this game. So I'm going to have to go with OSU 3730. Uh, they're just really right now until somebody beats them. They're the best in the big 10. You know, I mean, you can't really argue that. I don't know though. When when was the last time he lost a Big Ten game? You know, they lose all their games at a conference. So um, until somebody beats the champ, then they're still the champ. And I don't know if Purdue is just quite yet ready to tackle this horse. So I'm going to go OSU 37-30. It's going to be a game. They're going to make a game of it. Um, maybe have opportunity to win it, but ultimately I think OSU wins it. So that brings us up to. Um, our game two, which is the game of the week. We're going to go over to the Big 12, where we have number eight, Oklahoma, at number 12, Baylor. All right. So, um, man, I think this is an upset weekend of college football because I think next week is um, coming up as uh, rivalry week. I think you have a lot of the matchups coming up between your rivals. So there's a couple down games. So there's down weeks, down teams. So I think it's a very um, opportune time for upsets. And this one just might be one here. I'm calling for the one. I think I am calling for an upset in this game. Um, I'm not really convinced on Oklahoma. I know they put up a lot of points, but to give up a lot of points too. Baylor gives up a lot of points too, and Baylor is, um, is scoring a lot of points. They are retrending, trying to rebuild a program that has some issues with some allegations that didn't quite really go off real well. So, um, and they're making that turn, nice atmosphere down there, and they're hungry. So, and, and Oklahoma's prime for prime for a, a upset. So, I think this is it. I'm going Baylor 46-40. Yeah, that's a high score. Do neither one of them. Nobody in the Big 12 plays defense. So that brings us to our upset game. Uh, let's see. I have chosen. What have I chosen? I have chosen the Miami at the Florida State game, and I am going with Florida State 24-13. There's really not a whole hell of a lot to say. I'm just going Florida State. Miami has let me down, and I have no more, um, no more wishes for Miami. Uh, brings up the money game, and that way we're going to jump to – uh, I'm going to do Northwestern at number 21, Wisconsin. The line is Wisconsin, uh, negative 24 over under is 41. I'm going to take Northwestern plus 24 and the under. Pephas Gerald is not a team that you think you're going to cover the spread against. So I will pay attention to that, and I'm going to go with Northwestern on that. So, uh, Let's see. And before we go into commercial, we have, let's see, I gave you guys earlier today on the page, Karma Coin social media question of the week. Uh, it's brought to you by Karma Coin, the cryptocurrency that gives away supercars. Like I said, my man, um, DeLion and Michael Reggie Hammond Anowski are down in Miami for BFKSC and the McLaren giveaway for Karma Coin. So uh, check all those things out. Let's see. And the question of the day was, uh, how is your team doing at the midway point of the NFL season? 
Um, how is, are you comfortable where your team is um, or your team where you expect it to be or are they uh, uh, not achieving? So there is a feed for that on the Facebook page, and we can continue that conversation if you guys like. I will actually be up on the page tonight, so I can interact if you want to chit-chat with about how your team is doing at the halfway season, the halfway point of the season. I am extremely excited being a Steelers fan uh, at the halfway point of where we sit at 5-3. and three. Um in one of the toughest divisions in all of football, the AFC North, and we are sitting there in second place um, with the Lions coming up. So that would give us seven wins if we don't give them their first win because we're going to do some crazy shit like that, like letting Tebow score a touchdown with Denver. You know what I mean? That type of stuff in the playoffs. Yeah, we're good for that. But I would like us, that would take us to seven and three. But with the back end of that schedule, it's looking kind of tough. So all we need is two wins, and Mike Tomlin, again, is not a losing coach. So I'm sitting very happy for my Steelers, and I will reprint that on the comments a little bit later on. So um, there that was. And so now let's take a small commercial break, and I will be right back to chit-chat the back half of the show about the to the Dukes of Football. And that was a great video for our good friend Zach over at Elite Performance. If you want to get yourself in that elite great shape, man, check him out. It'll get you hooked up. Got a link to him on the Facebook page. All right, so here we go. Let's move it on inside the NFL Cooler brought to you again. No, brought to you by Circle City Cryogenics. We freeze just about anything, but not people. All righty, so that takes us into our NFL talk. Uh, so let's get to this so we can get to these picks and I can get back to the second half of the Michigan game. That's right, Michigan. And it's um, Wednesday, so that means breakfast for dinner. And I hear him down there talking about bacon. And I love bacon. And I smell bacon. So that means I need bacon. Sorry, I just went on a bacon tangent. Oh, okay. So, uh, NFL talk. <laughs> First up, let's see. We've talked about that. Uh, we've talked about that. Uh, see, we put out the week five or the week 10 power rankings. Uh, we talked about that. That's on a whole different page. So, I guess we'll just have to reach over there and flip back. A page or two. All right. Yeah. So power rankings this is what we got. So right now they sit at the top. They got the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, eight and one, Titans, seven, two, Packers, seven, two, Rams, seven, two, Buccaneers, six and two. Uh, who's that? The Ravens, six and two, Cowboys, six and two, Bills, five and three, Chargers, five and three, and the Browns at five and four. So um, I really don't have any issue with these power rankings. I mean, Cardinals have played the best football um, throughout the season, you know, on both sides of the football, on both levels of the football. Um, I'm, I'm liking what I see. I'm, I'm slowly starting to come back around. I was really high on the Cardinals last year, and it didn't really look good for me. Uh, so I was skeptical of jumping back on with them uh, this year, but they are looking very well. So um, I like to see that. Uh, I mean, the young guys playing well uh, with the leadership of some of these old guys that they brought in. 
I think the J.J. Watt issue, it might help, might hurt them later on when it comes to playoff time. But uh, right now, I think uh, they'll be all right. Uh, The Titans, surprisingly, um, sitting at that number two. I wonder if they put that in there um, before um, uh, King Henry went down or after with the addition of Adrian Peterson playing the way he was um, on that particular game. So um, the Titans sit there. And, man, what was – I mean, how good was that? You know what I mean? So uh, Packers – you know, uh, there's obviously with Aaron Rodgers, they're a different football. They're a different football team. Uh, the Rams, I like to see what they're going to look like uh, once uh, Von Miller is uh, part of that defense and gets situated. You know, the great one, Tom is going to do what Tom does. They'll be ready for the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens, uh, you know, they're getting to a good, good, difficult part of their schedule as well. So we'll we'll see what what they're made about. Um, Cowboys, obviously, the Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys are going to do. You know, I'm one of the few things I agree with Stephen A. Smith. You know, I've and and we saw it, we saw it last week. So, um, the Cowboys orange peanuts. <laughs> that is great. So, um, the wife and I are are YouTube funny stuff likers. So there's one of those bad lip sync things back, I think, before the COVID that we was watching. And there was one of the NFL, and all it was was Adrian Peter, Adrian Peterson talking about orange peanuts. So it's basically some dude just making different statements of the lip movements that they're doing. And his was orange peanuts. Mike Tomlin's was hand bone. Yeah, it was great. Hand bone. And so now you can't really see these guys without doing the same thing. So that's where the orange peanuts come from. But back to the thingy thingy. Um, what are we talking about? Yeah, power rankings. So uh, I run with the power rankings. I think they're, they're, they'll line themselves out. Um, I think the bottom half, you know, a flip-flop. I think the Bills will move up a little more. The Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys do. And that's what they do. You know, so, hey, real cool, real cool. Um, I did post, if you didn't see, I think I wrote, no, I didn't post it. I made a note on the state of basketball um, when I was doing my notes for the two different shows because both of these kind of go in together because I'm going to mention again on Sunday when I'm on the state of basketball. But we've got our next celebrity sports fight going on as part of the undercard for the latest uh, Paul uh, Fury fight. I think it's uh, Tyson Fury's brother and one of the Paul boys. So um, I can't wait to finally get with the lion and get on the combat zone and talk about uh, the boxing aspect or the boxing avenue coming from these celebrity fights. Um, so I've been waiting patiently for the lion to have the one on the combat zone. So um, we'll go for that. But anyway, we have Frank Gore is going to fight Darren Williams. Frank Gore, obviously, NFL people know he played forever. Uh, Bulldogs are great running back, great teammate. He is going to get into the ring, and he is going to fight Darren Williams, um, who was, um, I think he was with the Utah Jazz, um, went to Illinois. I think they was in the, the first Final Four. Uh, Illinois, the Final Four team from Illinois since I think Kendall Gill back in the 80s so um, that's going to be a pretty good matchup apparently darren williams is a little uh involved in the mme side of things i think he has partnership in one of the biggest gyms biggest gym circuits for the mma training so this ought to be a good fight it's going to be the undercard of the paul fury fight so um shout out to both of those men for you know doing some good things for charities and you know try to have a little fun doing something outside your comfort zone so uh, we're at the halfway point of the season. Uh, do we have any surprises, uh, good or bad? What are your, uh, I mean, were your expectations good? Are there any teams or players stepping out that, that really, really got to you? Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that surprised me is I'm actually surprised at how, how well the Cowboys were playing. I mean, I'm going to give them a little shout out. I know mom. You know, thinks I do hate the Cowboys. I do hate the Cowboys. 
but they've been playing pretty good football. And I, I think they, um, they're one of the teams that surprised me a little bit uh, with the, um, with Dak one, I didn't think he would be as effective. He was coming back from that injury and then having the setbacks that he had from the off season. So that was surprising. And then how well the defense have been playing It's a remarkable how well, how much this, this, this Dallas team is set up like the coach Super Bowl championship team, how their defense is small and fast and built to play with the lead. You know, if the Cowboys have the lead, this defense is outstanding. Briggs can get those ridiculous amount of interceptions. They get great pressure on the ball from undersized linemen. But if they're not playing with the lead, as you can see what happened um, this previous week, you know, um, that they can be exploited and those weaknesses can be taken full advantage of. <clears throat> so um, I was a little surprised by that. Um, let's see what else. Um, I was surprised by the Colts. I was surprised by the negative play of the Colts. I will say um, injuries had a lot to do with that. Uh, one, I wasn't a big believer in Carson Wentz, but I thought there was enough pieces around here, around him defensively and offensively to outweigh the negatives of him being around. And as of right now, they have not done that, but the injuries have um, basically started to clear themselves up. You know, what we thought was one of the best offensive lines in football. Uh, the guys are starting to be healthy. They're starting to come back. If you see Jonathan Taylor is taking over, is going to take over that league-leading rusher um, uh, title uh, because of uh, Derrick Henry being out. But, I mean, they're established the run, which is allowing Carson Wentz to actually be able to be effective because they're running the ball. And then, again, that is allowing the defense to be in game. So, I expect the coach to start to change the fortunes of their season, um, especially with Derrick Henry going down. You know, it's going to give them an opportunity to chase down the Tennessee Titans. I really think so. You know, it's going to have a lot of fall on Tannehill to see if he can handle it. So um, as if we've seen so far in his career, he hasn't been able to. But this is a different team, different mindset. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, players. Um, I guess we could say, no, not players. I'm not really, ooh, the emergence of players who we haven't seen in a while or we've never seen before. You know, you got the guys in uh, Cleveland where everybody went down with COVID and injuries. You know, you had the running back, D'Ernest. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He comes off of, you know, training people to come out and you know, has a career day, 100 yards rushing, a couple touchdowns. You know, and now he's going to get a big deal from somebody. You know, you had the quarterback who we hadn't seen him forever. Case Keenum, I think it was. You know, go out here and, and, and play himself, you know, a little extra cash. You know, you have Trevor Simeon down in uh, uh, New Orleans who played well. We hadn't seen throw a pass in years. You know I mean? Those type of things, you know, those were some good things for players, so to speak, to happen about the halfway point. Um, referees are still trash. Referees still trash. If you watched that Monday night game, yes, it benefited the Pittsburgh Steelers quite graciously, and I um, help. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of it. But the referees are trash in the NFL, man. I thought the referees, you know, with some of the stuff that was called calling in the NBA was trash. But I think these NFL referees are jealous of the MLB referees because you know the MLB referees got power. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they feel that they have power that they have to have the same equal television time as the athletes that are being paid to play the game. And it looks like the NFL uh, referees are trying to get on that same mentality is thinking that we're there to watch them. How in the hell can you throw a flag and find a player and put them out of the game for illegal contact at a referee? You just blatantly see a referee hip check a player that he caught a bullshit call on. Yeah, it benefited me, but that was the most the the smallest taunting I've ever seen, but with the greatest magnitude of a call. Uh, that complete, and I hate to say referees uh, dictate the outcome uh, of referees call dictated the outcome of a game. I still feel that there were things done within the game that the, it's, it's the team's reason why they weren't in the position to play well or win the game. But in this situation, there's always an exception to the rule. He completely caused them an opportunity to win that game. Completely caused them an opportunity to win that game. 
Uh, I don't know if he said something to him earlier on in the game or if he did something to the man's daughter. I'm not quite sure, but there was a, a little some type of hatred there. And then you hip checking. Ah, oh, come on, man. They got a Ed Hockley and them and the president of the uh, referees union. We need to need to pull that guy on the inside and uh, have a little chit chat. So, yeah, referees is still trash. Let's see here. Teams teams that had an opportunity to – what the hell did I just do? I don't know. There we go. Teams that missed opportunities uh, last week. Uh, the Rams, Cowboys, and the Bills. Teams that missed opportunities. You know, uh, Bills, you could have established yourself as – clear-cut favorite in AFC. Um, you cannot do that. The Cowboys, you got, you know I mean, trashed. You know what I'm saying? Granted, you know, and how dumb is Mike McCarthy to leave uh, an injury-prone last year of that quarter, uh, that QB quarterback, Dak Prescott's quarterbackism? <laughs> how, how dare you leave him in the game? I mean, yeah, he scored a couple touchdowns at the end, but the game was over. That's how you get people hurt. That's the reason why I feel that the Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys do because Mike McCarthy is an idiot. <sighs> that is that. Missed opportunities. The Rams, clear opportunity. You missed it. Um, I don't I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. That basically gave Arizona the top spot on, um, in the NFC. So <sighs> I was mad at the Rams for that. That was a good game. Um, let's see, games that was just just outstanding. Um, I know the wife has been waiting for this one. Uh, what a statement made for Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns after uh putting waivers on uh one Odell Beckham Jr. What a what a statement to come out and do what you did to the Cincinnati Bengals. Who was a team that was ascending, uh, doing was probably headed to really challenge Baltimore in the AFC North. Uh, what a comeback game! You heard all week about the dysfunction of OBJ and Baker Mayfield. Um, the wife and I talked about it. I mean, she's not an OBJ fan, and she's not really giving him any kind of credit whatsoever. I'm not that big an OBJ fan. I just don't think that. Um, he instigated a whole lot of this particular one. Um, I know he did say he did answer a question directly to to uh, from a reporter. But to be honest with you, who's not going to answer it the same way? You know, if you like you said, if you feel like you're a shooter, you want to shoot the ball. You know, what I mean, I get I get it. He feel he's a playmaker and he wants to be able to make plays. That be saying, I think that'd be the only thing said. Um I think um, his father outstepped his bounds. I'm not sure if OBJ checked him or he was cool with that, but I don't see OBJ saying, hey, Dad, won't you do this for me? Because we clearly seen in his past that he will say it for himself. So um, I don't know. I think, he's, I think he's a still quality player. I think there's a need. I think he can go to a football team and help them win. I don't think he can be a number one, but I surely think he can go to a football team and help them win. Um, I do have an OBJ watch going on. I think right now we have the Packers, uh, the Saints, and the Seahawks. I think there's a team that was up there. I think there's another one. I don't think the Patriots are going to go. Um, I don't think you're going to match a rookie quarterback up with an OBJ. Um I don't know. I think Green Bay is the spot to go. I think Green Bay is probably the best spot. You're going to get you um, a quarterback um, that plays the same style of football that you do, um, that that wide open style of football. So I think Green Bay could be a good shot for them. Um... <laughs> she said, next to my team and your team winning the Super Bowl this year, the next best positive outcome is the Browns winning it. Because she cannot stand OBJ. She wants everything to happen. Like, she's given up on the hatred of Antonio Brown because he's got clear mental issues. So she's given up on that one. But OBJ gets her full thing. But I think he's still, I think he's still, um, he can be a quality piece. Not a number one, but I think he can help a team out like in New Orleans. I think he can help a team out like Seattle. 
uh, to add to that, you know, DK Metcalf, and you have this over-the-top type guy who can take the, the roof off the building. And I do think Green Bay has some spots. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with that. The um the uh, especially with the the with the league minimum veteran, you can offer it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I saw Green Bay offered him the minimum veteran like the last time I saw if I was reading that. But I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, jump over to Pittsburgh and hang out with Mike Tomlin. You know, I mean, we're having uh, receiver issues right now. Why not get him in there? Uh, so um, we'll see where he ends up. We got the OBJ watch going on. Uh, and the last thing before I get into the picks real quick, uh, Aaron Rodgers completely holds all the cards in Green Bay. Wow, is Jordan Love not ready for the NFL game? Well, they talk about Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields not being ready, but Lord have mercy, this boy is not ready not to say nothing bad about him. And how dare these people put this man's family, his mother and his wife, on the last row in the state. You can't get that man in the suite. Come on, bro. That's bad business, Green Bay. Well, you know, you know how they treat their quarterbacks. So, but anyway, um, Aaron Rodgers holds all the cards in this particular situation, especially by the way they looked. I mean, defense played excellent. Just kept giving it to a guy who wasn't ready. Couldn't make the throws, couldn't make the reads, couldn't make the adjustments. So, um, man, Aaron Rodgers is sitting back giggling like, yeah, buddy, I can do whatever I want and leave. So, um, yeah, that's what we got. Uh, I don't think I have anything else for football for chit chat. So we'll get right into these picks so I can finish up this game. Uh, Doc Sports NFL picks of the week again brought to you by Doc Sports Text BW Sports 1 to 290 for your free $60 in picks. All right, game one we got Chiefs and Raiders. I am going with Raiders, 31-21. Um, I'm just not sold on the Chiefs' defense. The Raiders have a better defense. I think they can hold them from scoring more than the Chiefs can hold them, and plus they got Jacobs. So um, I like the Raiders in this game. Game two, game of the week, Saints and Titans. So we got Tannehill against the dual combo threat of Simeon and Taysom Hill. Uh, we have the re um, the reassurgence of Adrian Peterson. I am going with the Titans on this one, 30 to 17. All right, so that gets us to our NFL upset game of the week. I am going to go with the Vi the Vikings game. Vikings um, at the Chargers game. We're going to go Vikings 34-24. Um, and then we got our NFL money game of the week. I am going to go with the Jaguars at the Colts game. Uh, the line is Indy 10 and a half over under 47 and a half. Understand coach fans, just like I had to explain to my wife when I told her about the damn pick. This is the money game. It is not who I think is going to win the game. It's who I think is going to win the money spread. So I do think the Colts are going to win. I just don't think they're going to cover the spread. The Jacksonville Jags are actually been playing pretty decent football the last few weeks. So I don't expect them to win the game, but I don't expect the Colts to cover the spread. So going with the Jacks. Jacksonville Jaguars, 10 and a half, and the under. So there you have it, the NFL Doc Sports Picks of the Week for the NCAA and the NFL. I have chattered it on long enough. I have talked to you long enough. You have stared at Michigan long enough, even though that is impossible. And shout out to the women's Carmel basketball team. We're ready to get this thing rolling. First game, tough loss. Good game for the Mac Nasty. Uh, we're looking for another follow-up game and a win back in Fort Wayne this weekend at Carroll. So shout outs to everybody up there. Shout outs to our young Hooper, Jasmine. Um, Jasmine the Lion Stevens. She is the Lioness Junior Stevens is getting her 
hoop on in the Franklin Township. Uh, so, or uh, Perry Township with Franklin Central Schools. So, make sure we, if you get a chance to see her around, give her a good shout out. And if you got anything going on during the week, uh, make sure you check out our shows. We got um, Super Kicking It with Steven. I know we got uh, got some pay per views. We got some uh, wrestling coming to the city soon. So, I'm sure he's going to be all on top of that. You got myself and Big Storm with the State of Basketball on Sundays. You got, uh, Tommy Boy with Checkers and Records, and you got our lovely Monica with the uh, Quantum Inspirations. And if you're looking for us to do any services for you, why don't you check us out at info.bwsports1 uh, at gmail.com or hit the website at bwsports1.com. So for me, I am the one, the Dukes of Football, BW Sports One, I am out. Have a good evening. I will see you guys on Sunday for the State of Basketball. Deuces. Hit the button. Mama, stop playing with me. <laughs>